Hello and welcome to another episode of That's Just Gamer Talk. I am the Gamer124. Join with me as always is Tom Cruise Can't Lose. How you doing today? Pretty good. How you guys all doing? Billy asked me a question the other day of what devil fruit would you have if you could pick any devil fruit uh, in, in, in the entirety of One Piece? Which one would you take? And which, which one did you say? I said white beards because the Quake Quake fruit is overpowered. I would take I would take Kazaru's fruit probably. That's what that's Billy like said too. Fruit. Billy said that or Enaru's. Yeah, both are really good. Yeah, it's found funny. Uh, I just want to do Kazaru's sword thing. Why can like <laughs> shoot beams out of it and then just make a fucking sword and start slashing away? Might as well. I right? think that'd be super sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that'd be pretty cool honestly uh, whitebeards is good too because you can literally punch the air and break reality yeah and that's why i was just like that sounds awesome (laughs) all right anyway no just i had to throw it out there because it just it just popped into my mind but let's talk video games now uh Stuff like that. Uh, one thing I saw recently that Humble Bundle is dropping in all charity. I think it's already out now. Uh, package to help uh, fight COVID-19 in India and Brazil. For about $20, you get a bunch of games. Uh, Into the Breach, Baba is You, the Bioshock Remastered, Euro Truck uh, Simulator 2, Undertale, Hyperlife Drifter, Witness I know is good, uh, This War of Mine, Final Cut, uh, Saints Row the Third. Super hot stick fight the game. Those are always fun. Wargroove, underrated game, if you ask me. Um, just for some examples, there's a bunch more here, but a lot of them I don't recognize. Um, also seems like you can get some like books as well. Uh, as long Let's as and a few apps. I do. I was like, I'll tell you right now, Into the Breach, great game. Baba is you haven't played it. People tell me it's very, very good. Bioshock Remastered, fucking phenomenal. Um, Baba is you is one I really want to play, so I may actually end up picking this one up. Yeah, I own most most of these though. Ooh, Tooth and Tail. I don't know what that one is. That's why I kind of just skipped it. But hey, it's awesome. Uh, yeah. So I thought that was like, oh, that's cool for like twenty dollars to get all these games, and then you help out. Uh, you know, fight COVID. That's good. Always a good thing, right? Very good. You can get a lot of cool shit on here, dude. Humble Holy bundles, fuck. humble bundles uh, tend to be very surprise, like surprisingly. It's like you're probably not going to play like ninety percent of the games you get off of the humble bundle, but it's, it's like still a good deal. It's still a good deal, and usually it goes to charity. So, oh, you know, it's a win-win right there. If you ask me, yep. If not, you just like hold these for like a, a Steam keys or whatever, and then you just like give them out to friends or something like that for like birthdays. Yeah. I've done that before. <laughs> oh man! All right, yeah, how wonderful. Go look it up. Uh, what else we got? We got um, we got Ubisoft apparently is going free to play games now, or at least they're focusing the, on higher up free to play games rather than triple uh, A games in the future. This is in response to uh, the Ubisoft's newest game. They announced called heartland, which is basically the next division game. Uh, and it will be free to play is what they say. I understand, but at the same time, 
Why? Sorry, I'm busy staring at the Yowie bundle on Humble Bundle. <laughs> you, my dearest, crying in my apartment. Okay. So, yeah, I, I don't know about this move. I'm like, and it's like... It's a bad U- idea. Ubisoft states, like, the success of, like, their other free-to-play games, and I'm sitting here going, what free-to-play games? Brawlhalla, the one that you bought while it was already successful? Cool. Um, let's see, Hyperscape, that one kind of flopped. I don't think it's very doing yep. all that well. And Roller Champions, that rolls out later this week. And I'm sitting here going like, uh, what success? What is Roller Champions? Is that the... I think it's like a, it's, it, there was like a, one where you just kind of like, you like circle around and stuff like that. And there's like a ball that you have to like score as you go around. I, oh, I, remember, okay. I remember seeing it a while ago and I was thinking, ah, it's yeah, I recognize this, but I never it really, cool. yeah, I never really cared about it. Um, it, it, I think what's baffling me most about this decision is a lot of their AAA games, especially recently, have been doing fairly well. Like a lot of people are really looking forward to Far Cry 6 and Assassin's, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, while some would argue it's not the best in the series. It's by far the best selling, and they've been doing better and better with each entry. Like Ubisoft right now is in a better spot than they've ever been. To make a decision like this just seems weird. Like your decisions right now are already working. Why are you trying to backtrack and make new ones? I guess. Yeah, I I don't get it either. I um, I'm sitting going like I could see it being a thing for you know like Division because I feel like Division is probably one of their least like the one that's probably done the least well when it comes mm-hmm. to the AAA games like Division 2 kind of came out and nobody really cared about it coming out I remember and then like they've released um, different Divi- expansion Division- packs Division 2 did a bit better not great but yeah better. yeah it's better but like it still wasn't I don't think it it, it reached the goal that they had set for it yeah, um, which which is why they're probably doing a free to play version of it, basically citing that they're trying to get people to be to get into their uh, games and play long term. And they find the best way to do that is to offer the game free free to people. And that way they can just play when they want and. And just and get into it as much as they desire, rather than, you know, being locked. I was like going it was like sixty dollars like this is the, like, oh, you have to pay sixty dollars and stuff like that. And then not liking the game and either wanting refunds or so on and so forth. And I'm sitting here going like, okay, well, that's kind of just the thing that happens. That's why you have to make sure that you know if you like the game. I don't know. It's one of those things. It's like, is this, I asked myself this question as I read this, like, is this the future of like AAA game development now? Is like free to play just going to be a thing for, for AAA development anymore? Because they don't want to charge gamers like these 60, 70, even possibly with the next uh, next generation and then get them in this and then offer them a bunch of microtransactions and that's how they make their money. I, th- I think when it comes to that, that discussion, it's very hard to pin down because it's like, what do you consider to be worth it for like a $70 purchase. Like, what do you need that game to do 
for you to justify you paying that much money on it. I think it's different for each person, and I think this generation of games, it's really going to test, like, how far you're really going to, like, be able to push people before I just say, no, I'm not, I'm not going to pay full price for that. that. We sort of saw that with uh, Returnal, where a bunch of people really liked it, but just said, this game is not worth 70 bucks. But... I mean, I say that with most AAA games in, in general. Even if I play the game for 100 hours and stuff like that. It's I'm like, just it's, not worth 60 bucks. Yeah. It's just not worth the price tag. And so are we getting to the point where games are getting too expensive to the point where even if we still enjoyed the game and played it for a long time, do we still not feel like it's worth it and stuff like that? Um, I, I think so. I don't think going like free-to-play games is the solution, though, because not only do those kind of games have a negative stigma attached to them, Usually they're not very um, memorable experiences or like experiences that someone would get super attached to. I I know that's definitely not the case for some games, but when you look at games like um, Bioshock or Half-Life or games that have a legacy, they're these games usually don't have the or follow the kind of free-to-play model. And... There are still some AAA games, again, like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, that are selling quite well despite being $70. Yeah. I want to know what your thoughts are on this, though. I... Hmm. It, it's like, I agree with you. Like, there are some games that especially, like, they don't need to be free-to-play. Like, they sell just fine on their own. Um, mm-hmm. And then there are some game franchises, like... And this is why I think that... as. I don't think this is phrased very well uh, when they say it like this. I really think what they say, what they mean to say is that going forward with like the division game series that they're going to make it free to play because it's modeled like a free to play game behind a $60 paywall. Like there's no doubt in my mind that that's how it is modeled. Um, Yeah. Whether or not the Sony or Sony Ubisoft will, continue to go down this path i don't know certain games like far cry i doubt will do that because i feel like a lot of people are very much anticipating every game that comes out with that that's what i'm thinking i couldn't really see like assassin's creed or far cry being a free-to-play game or following that model i could assume because like ubisoft had apparently you know they like like we said those like they got roller champions they got brawlhalla um and stuff like that, like, and then Hyperscape, even, even, even if that isn't doing very well, uh, they have those games that are free to play and stuff like that. And now it's like you could add Heartland to this, this, uh, this trio. This trio does that mean they want to try and make free, like, make it and more, more types of free to play games and stuff like that? Because, because, I, I, like you said, Assassin's Creed doesn't feel like a free to play game. It, like, how in the hell would you make that free to play? I don't. I don't understand without it really intruding on the game itself. And then it comes to the point where if you do make a game like Assassin's Creed, like a free to play game, does it almost look like a mobile type game? And nobody wants that. Yeah. It's an interesting thing and stuff like that. I would argue that if, if AAA game developers think that games are getting too expensive, then just lower the price. You'll probably sell more units as a result of that lowering the price, 
maybe that means you stick in microtransactions. Maybe it means that you put more more uh, stuff behind DLC and stuff like that. And that's like what's going to have, and that's what might have to happen. I'd hate for that to happen if like we start releasing game, like AAA games start releasing games and it's only like a third of the game. And if you want the rest of the game, like say like a game, like a AAA game is now like $20, $20 for the first third of the game. And then if you like that third of the game, then you have to pay DLC and to get like the, the next third. And then if you like that, you can go to the next third or whatever, or, or just buy like a, uh, all in one basically where you can just pay for it all if you're really enjoying it. And I'd hate for it to get to that point, but it feels like developers want it to be like that. Well, the price of entry is initially pretty low, but if you want to continue playing, it's just going to cost you more and more. Pretty much, because that way it gets people into the game that they're not sure if they want, and I feel like more people will be will want to will want to pay twenty dollars instead of sixty. I would say if they're going to do something like that, then. Uh... At that point, just like release a Resident Evil 8 demo where you can play the game for like an hour or so. And if you decide you don't want it, you don't have to get it. But if you do, you can just pay for the for the full price. Another thing I could see is if it when it like, you know, games like uh, Call of Duty or so, I think they could release a version that's like, OK, only the multiplayer or only the campaign for like 20 or 30 bucks. And then if you want the other sections of the games like zombies or or the campaign or multiplayer, whichever one you got, it's just gonna be an additional like twenty bucks on top of that initial investment. I yeah. could see them maybe doing something like that. Yeah, I, I think I think you brought back an interesting point that not a lot of games, especially triple A games, have demos anymore. Like Resident Evil is like one of the bigger ones that's known for that that I remember Outriders had one that uh that also like if you play the demo and you got the game you would then uh it would then go towards your progress toward the game itself so incentivizing you to play the game before it actually was out and it would still count i think we're gonna see a lot more of those moving forward because with the with as resident evil specifically like that those demos helped drive up hype a lot for that game yeah it's like didn't i see it was like it reached like a hundred thousand concurrent uh, players on stream or on stream stream steam. Steam. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, yeah, that's something that they don't do. And it's like a hundred thousand. It doesn't seem like a whole lot, but when you're, when it's a story driven game and not a multiplayer game, that's pretty big. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised to see demos, uh, more demos like that kind of being out there as a result of this, because then, like you said, it gives them a good idea of what they're going to be playing and how, and the mechanics of the game and so on and so forth. I really don't think it's the issue of uh, uh, price either for some games. Like, yeah, it's just like, it's whether or not they think the game is good or whether or not they will be interested in the game. And to be honest with you, I was like, Division's kind of like a game that was like, it just felt like it was too late and did too little and stuff like that compared to like destiny. Yeah. When I think another factor definitely could be, um, just the allure that is, uh, the free to play market and, uh, microtransactions. Because when you really get down and read about like how much game, 
how much uh, games like uh, Madden and FIFA and Call of Duty earn every single year. It's unbelievable, like the kind of profits that they draw from games like this. Like, yeah. I like that's the reason why Activision is pouring as many resources into things like Call of Duty and Warzone as they are. They just know that's where the money is. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that I just don't like like those numbers I guess will push AAA development towards that, but I'm sitting here going like this won't work as well as I think they would want it to be. For division it might work. For other games, I don't think it would. No. I could see them wanting to at least test a wa- test the waters with that though. Uh, well, do I think it'll work out? Absolutely, freaking not. But I just don't. I just gonna don't. Be... I just don't think that they want division that like that. And I was like, uh, now that my next question is like, when is is For Honor gonna be like this as well? Is like is basically like all of these, like look at look at Rainbow Six Siege for example. That is like a perfect mm-hmm. game that could be free to play, but they still charge like I don't know what is it, like twenty bucks right now for the game. Like that's how much. The game is currently. Because they know people will pay for it. Yeah, because they know people will pay for it. But they could make it free to play if they wanted to and charge could, yeah. more for a skin for like already cosmetics that they have in the game. But they don't want to do that because their current system works better. Just citing that for an example. It's like they already have a perfect game that's already really popular. And yet they just choose to ignore that one and just go, hey, Division's not free to play. I guess my next question for you is like, is division already gone or is, is this like the last like push to try and make division a good, like a game series that people will latch onto? Oh yeah. In many ways, I think they've already given up on the IP. I, I think they mostly made it free to probably play just to be like, okay, let's see what happens. Maybe like we'll get more players this way and we could make a, like a good, like a uh, free to play division game. In all honesty, I think that studio's given up on that IP at this point. Yeah. Uh, that's why they've been uh, investing so much money into, like, um, Ghost Recon. Or why they wanted to try and make Wildlands work. I don't know. Which, Wildlands would have done better if it was, a, like, a lot better if it was a free-to-play game. Just having it be a full price game with all those micro trends, just like Jesus Christ. You remember that, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. Where you it could was... buy skill points. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, no, thank you. <laughs> oh my, yeah, I remember that. That was uh, that was rough. So... so I can already see the framework that you was working with. Yeah, pretty much. Right. And then it's like it's all just like if. Are they going to be able to make this work out? And which IPs are they going to use it for? Yeah. Like I said, like you said, like Division might just be the dry run and stuff like that. I wouldn't be surprised to see For Honor have that same, like that same mentality and stuff like that. Like it goes free to play. Um, but boy, I don't. I don't I, I'm. I would hate to see. More than just Ubisoft, but other gaming company, other game like AAA companies, just focus like these free to play games, and that's like their game they put out every year, and then they just update it. Or 
or you just do the Call of Duty where you have Warzone out and then still put out their yearly releases. <sighs> it's frustrating. We're kind of already seeing that with um, Halo Infinite, kind of, with their uh, 10-year plan. Where, mm-hmm. essentially, it's going to be the one Halo game, but they're just going to add on to it every couple of years. Yeah. It's not something I'm super happy about, but... I guess we're just going to have to see how well it works. Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah, I guess we'll just see how it works. It could be different. It could be different. It could be all new. I don't know. It's a wait and see moment right there, I guess. Yeah, it's a little concerning. Like you said, I hope they don't do this with all their AAA franchises, but part of me doesn't think they will. At least I'm... Hoping they won't. It, I, I look know. at I look at this and I ask myself is like it's kind of like it's kind of like the the whole thing with like the different streaming or like the whole different like uh like streaming services and stuff like that. You got like Netflix, you got Amazon Prime, you got Hulu, HBO Max. And it's like you ask yourself when does it end? When is this too much and stuff like that? And I'm sitting here yeah. going like I don't know. Jesus Christ, son, stop. You need to go away. <laughs> Fucking, I hate that so much. Look at that flare, though. Yeah, it's quite the flare. Also going off your mic pretty nice there. It's pretty cool. <laughs> cool is a word, yes. Yeah, exactly. Cool Cool is a word. Oh, man. So, yeah. Well, I, I think... I personally think this could work in the AAA that uh industry if they do it with the right games like i personally think they could make a pretty good like free-to-play borderlands game yeah there's been teases that there is going to be another borderlands game lord knows if it's going to be free to play or not like that i think i think you're right it does depend on the type of game that is being done if it's like a story-driven game there's no way no way in hell it's going to be an easy way to make that a free-to-play game like, yeah. could you imagine God of War going free to play? Like, what the hell? <laughs> a free to play Persona game? Yeah, no, it, it wouldn't. I just don't feel like it'd work out. Um, whereas like games that are specifically just for multiplayer type purposes, yeah, it could work. Like, it's the perfect format for it. Pretty much, it's like there's no story, and there's no real. Like you, you like 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 especially with like battle royale games, you see that like Apex and stuff like that. You just you drop into a match and that's it, and that and that's the game. You you play the game and that's and then you're done. And then you rinse repeat. Man, that sun is bright. It needs to go away. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you got like heaven off to your right side or left side. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Why is it that bad? I like how you turn it, it gets worse. Let <laughs> see if I can't close this any more than it. Wait, that's closed? <laughs> oh yeah. I don't yeah, I, I'm I'm just curious to see how they're uh that did the not, help. not even a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just curious to see how their AAA, how, how the AAA games will take free-to-play games these days, and will there be a like a story-driven type free-to-play game? Which I, again, I just don't feel like will work. Probably not. No. 
Yeah. That's also something I don't think that we're going to end up seeing. Nope. I think we'll see free-to-play games that try to have a story to them, but not like a story game trying to implement free-to-play shit in there. Yeah. The closest thing I could think of to that would be like Shadow of War had that with the market, but even then it was still like a $60 game, and that's why everyone freaked out about it. It was like a $60 game with microtransactions. And yeah. stuff like that, and I'm just like, yeah, that's kind of like, wow, I can't believe they actually did that. Uh, and then I, I have gone back on it, but like, man, could you imagine if that game was like free to play? I'm like, I don't think so. I don't. I wouldn't have worked. Wouldn't have worked. Yep. All right. What else we got here? We got Valve apparently has an antitrust lawsuit uh, pending, maybe. Uh, a couple weeks ago, overgrowth development of Wolf Wolffire Games filed an antitrust lawsuit against Valve, alleging that uh, it uses Steam to dominate its position on the digital gaming market to extract extraordinary high cuts from nearly every sale that passes through its store. It's interesting to see this case because almost something very similar to it is going on between Epic and Apple at the moment, which I'll actually talk about in a bit here. Um. So, boy, it's really it's really interesting. And now it comes back to the idea of like when Apple said, hey, Epic, why aren't you going after Steam, your direct competitor on the digital storefront and stuff like that and against us. And Mm -hmm. now they might have like grounds for that. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, in the end, it really doesn't matter about that Uh, anyway. So going on about this one, they really it was really different from how they how uh, Epic and Apple's lawsuit is going because this one talks about how it wanted to put its game on other platforms such as like GOG or something like that or even probably Epic Game Store. They didn't, I don't think it's said here, at a discounted price because obviously GOG and Epic take less than Steam and stuff like that. To which Steam basically replied, if you do that, we will be taking you off of the Steam marketplace. Because yeah. they didn't want to feel like their game, their that the gamers uh, looking at their storefront were being ripped off. That was a direct quote, by the way. Okay. So yeah, um, after hearing that, they weren't particularly happy. And apparently, after talking to some, uh, after the dev talked to some other devs, uh, finding that they were having similar problems with the with the steam storefront and stuff like that so do we think there's any grounds here that if this trial does happen that they could win or what do we think about because because steam steam is has really been the only digital storefront on the uh on the on the on the PC for fuck who knows how long until, until Epic decided to throw its hat in the ring and stuff like that. Like there were other side ones, stuff like that. So they kind of just did their own thing and there was never like other platforms to take on. I mean, there was, there was origin, but no one really used origin. I mean, there was also Uplay, but no one ever really used Uplay unless you needed to play, uh, Assassin's Creed games or something like that. Um, so yeah, like, I don't really count those because those were they don't they're not all encompassing storefronts. They're just uh like 
producer or uh yeah producer ones and stuff like that only having that those like ubisoft games on the uplay origin games uh always had ea games on them and stuff like that so yeah especially with epic being out there now and not charging 30 percent and stuff like that um but you gotta that that's a point you need to prove it's it's very it's very interesting because like especially now it's like i wonder if this is kind of like they're kind of hopping on epic epic's bandwagon like let's go after like these these companies that are charging what they think is far too much with is which is the 30 percent which to be honest with you is kind of high considering what epic would offer and stuff like that and now Microsoft, because they just changed theirs up as well. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It just. It's all very. It's all very interesting. Is like all these things that are happening on the storefront and stuff like that. It's like you wouldn't really see. That. You wouldn't really see these much in like, act in like modern day or like modern day like like. Could you imagine if like. GameStop had their own um how should I say this? Like they offered games at a higher like they that they were the exclusive ones like for the only the only ones that distributed physical copies of games and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, like say like Best Buy came around and said, Oh, well now we're gonna start doing that and stuff like that. And a person was like, Hey, I want to sell my game through here. And and stuff like that, and then but I also want to sell it through Best Buy and stuff like that. And they're like, well, if you do that, and but like Best Buy charge it will take less, so they want to charge at a lower price. And they're just like, well, if you do that, we're not having yours. That would be insane to to think about. Just putting a like a mod, like an example like that on there, just because it's digital. That's very fair. Like, yeah, if that was the case, like if that example I just said was the case, courts would instantly rule against uh. GameStop in a heartbeat and stuff like that because like charging more and stuff like that is just not good and stuff like I don't know it's like but like just to say that oh if we decide to distribute it to others you know we're just not going to sell it here and stuff like that and you could argue that's just really shitty business practices and oftentimes could result in lawsuits similar to what Steam is uh, uh, having here problem with steam in this case is because they're the dominant force on on the platform and stuff like that and there's no yeah really other one and they've been so dominant so so it's just i don't know i at that when it comes to um steam i understand at the very least where uh, where they're coming from at the same time that's not okay, man. Yeah, it's, uh, just, it's just not. You know, if they if if they claim to uh, like, unless the game violates something, like in terms of their like rights of distribution and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I could see it then. But as of right now, like I don't think like a game like what was the game? The game was like. Is 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 nothing like I w- I would say like overly overdone like overly crazy or anything like that. It's pretty tame 
game. So I, I, they had it written here. I can't remember where it was, but it was nothing like crazy or something like that. Anything that would stop it from being put onto Steam and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I just like there. There's legitimate grounds oh. for it here. It's also kind of sad to see because obviously this is a dev of a much smaller game. Like these aren't. This isn't a big, big team or whatever. I hate this. Hate <laughs> the sun. Anyway, but um, like I like imagine when it come comes to uh, like Metro Exodus when that first went to the Epic Game Store. Imagine if like uh, when they were like, okay, we're ready to release on uh, Steam now, and it's like, okay, well. If you want to release your game on Steam, you're going to have to take it off Epic's store. It's like, okay, we're just not going to go on Steam then. Well, wait, no, don't do that. Well, that's the idea, I guess, is that if you yeah. threaten to just leave, then Steam will say, oh, wait, no, we don't want you to go. It's, it's fine, actually. And stuff like that. Where the game like this, maybe not so much. Although I will say that the the head developer for this game has links to and helped develop uh dying light uh the following and ghost runner dang so got legitimate gripes on here both and i want to point out both those games were released on gog at the same time they were steam and gog had lower prices for them yeah so that may also be contributing to this people are just like hey get this game on gog because it's cheaper than buying it on steam yeah and seems like yeah we can't have that again yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Yeah, I just one. It's one of those things that they're trying to keep an open market, I guess. And it's Valve's just like saying, no, 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 no. We've owned this uh, this market for so long. We're not ready to give it up quite yet. Yeah, we're gonna fight to the bitter end, pretty much. Oh man, but yeah, that was inter- uh, That was it. Was an interesting read through here. I probably didn't even do it justice by kind of doing that. I'm just kind of reading and go- giving my thoughts as I go. But yeah, yeah. Look at that! Look at how bad that is. It's taking up nearly half the screen. God, <laughs> fucking damn it! <laughs> Anyway, uh, I guess we can talk a bit about Apple v. Epic uh, again because there's, you know, the trial's still going on. Not a lot. Too much is going on and stuff like that. I mean, they're fighting over a fucking naked banana man right now if it tells you how ridiculous hey, this trial is. The banana getting. is... <laughs> the banana is the most groundbreaking part of the case. Spot yeah, he's naked. It's, pro- it's, profan- it's profanity. It's nudity. Because he's naked. He's a fucking banana. <laughs> I just thought that was so hilarious when I saw read that the first time. It's like, man, like what? What the hell are we even banana. arguing here? What? What the hell is even going on here? Is like, like, is this? Is this a trial? What kind of? Tri- what the fuck trial is this? Uh, what? What is? What's going on here? What's happening? I don't like. Are they even like trying, or are they just trying to slam each other? <laughs> it's. It really feels. I, like I that don't sometimes. know. Oh man. But uh, I guess another ones that are more interesting and stuff like that. One one part of the uh, MVV Apple trial came out and was like talking about how 
uh, what the idea of what they call anti-steering rules and stuff like that. It's kind of like basically the, when you when you play an app and stuff like that, and it goes through something like the App Store, it's going to obviously redirect you. It's it's steering you into the App Store again to purchase through the App Store and stuff like that. So you purchase your V Bucks through the App Store. Well, basically, Epic's trying to get that. They're trying to get that away and stuff like that. So it's saying that they should be able to steer their anyone wanting to buy V-Bucks or anything like that to a media browser rather than the app store because then they can charge less for it. Uh, really what it comes down to is a, is a matter of conveniency is what they're trying to argue here. Um, if you if you if you ask me about that, it's 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 all about convenience and stuff like that. Epic Epic basically saying, "Oh, you know, you're you're all, we always have to go through your app store," which then Apple counterpointed saying, "Well, you don't need to. We have the Safari browser on there. You could go onto the Fortnite and buy your V Bucks there. That will be a cheaper price." To which Epic was like, "Yes, they no could. No one's gonna want to do that. Yeah, they yes they could. It's inconvenient for the players and stuff like that and." It's not well known and stuff like that. Like most players wouldn't think to go onto a browser to buy V Bucks and stuff like that. They're just gonna go through the store. Where they're they know they're selling the V Bucks. Yeah. So in essence, it's like I agree with what Epic's saying, but Apple does have a point that yes, you could do this. And basically Epic's just like, there's no way we could just tell every person out there that plays on ios that it's just cheaper to to buy v bucks on on you know the browser instead and stuff like that it's just it's it's just crazy to think that we could do that and people would listen and stuff like that and so basically they're they're saying that they're as a result of the inability to tell to tell players this that they're basically getting ripped off by these higher prices yeah which is true it's yeah, it's it's ridiculous to tell people that you have to take extra steps when you know for where well you know for a fact like they're not going to want to. Yeah, it's like yeah, like for a lot of the games that I buy on PC, I could probably go on like um, G two four or whatever and get them cheaper on there. But it's like fuck it, whatever. It's on Steam. I'll just buy it on Steam. Yeah. But, yeah, and that's why I oftentimes say is like, was it like like we were talking, you know, all the, unlock we were talking about like how Ubisoft has their own, uh, thing. The Origins has their own uh storefront as well. Like you mm-hmm. could buy their games through Epic through, um, Steam, but if you also go through their own, um, their own digital storefront. They actually don't get charged the twenty, the twelve or thirty percent and stuff like that. That's just that's all towards them. So that's basically what they're trying to do here. But how many people do you know that go through UPlay to and then purchase like Valhalla through UPlay? No one. Not Nobody. very. Not people very don't many. Buy those games that way. Unless you're going, unless it. you're going on to those storefronts like daily, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past you not not to use it. I mean, even if the game's cheaper on there, you're probably just going to end up buying it on Steam still or Epic Game Store or whatever. 
That's, yeah. that's just the one that people use. With yeah. Origin, it's kind of shitty because you kind of need to use Origin to buy a lot of those EA games. I think now you don't need to now that they're on Steam. Yep. No, I, I just realized, like, I thought I thought for a while, oh, they're going to make me buy Mass Effect Legendary Edition through there. No, I just opened up Steam, and it's the first thing that popped up. Oh, really? Let me look. Yep. I haven't actually opened Steam today. You can uh, pre-purchase Mass Effect Legendary Edition right now. Oh. Neat. Yeah, but that's that's pretty much what's being argued here. Um, hell, even the judge was just like, you know, why don't you just do this on there and stuff like that? And and I would be like, yeah, they could, but doesn't mean they should or want to and stuff like that. Yeah, or, that's the thing. No one's going to want to. It all comes down to this question of, is it is it that you know, should it be should it be the consumer like should it be on the consumer to find the best value for it or should it be on the uh, seller to provide the best price out there and stuff like that and that's easy and convenient for its players and stuff like that or its its consumers out there. That's a difficult question. Yeah, it's another holy uh, shit. You know, I will say, I was like, if any, if anything that this uh, this trial is doing, it's bringing out difficult questions that are hard to answer. It's like, who is in charge of that? I don't know. I I would argue it's on, it's it's on the seller, but at the same time, I could see why it could be argued that it's on that it's on the developer. Well, no, that's the, not it's the consumer. No, it's on, well, it's on the consumer. So, like, oh, if you want to buy a game or you want to buy anything, really, this isn't just games, but like anything that you should look for the best possible thing rather than just going for the um the convenient one. To which, if if it's a convenience thing, they will go that people will provide convenience over. Like, if they could put everything in one area and stuff like that, if anything, Amazon has shown us that people will still purchase stuff through Amazon, even though it could be more expensive or it could be the same expensive, but, like, doesn't get... But, obviously, Amazon takes a cut. Like, you could still go to the website of that place, probably, and purchase that same thing on their website. Maybe it's for... Uh, maybe it's for a better price. Maybe not. But... That's what it comes down to. It's like Amazon, like Amazon's a great example because it's like it's all convenience. That that that's all Amazon is. Is all convenience. Yeah. So, hmm, that's a tough one. Looking at trends, I would say it's convenience, and it's on, and I would say it's on the, on the on the producer, not the consumer. Yeah. But I know that's not always the case. Hmm. Interesting, interesting things happening there. Oh uh, boy. Then we got another thing that came out from the from this trial. Uh is that Epic tried to convince Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo to try and put games onto the Epic Game Store and willing to spend millions of dollars doing so. Um it was found out in a like a big document that was given to 
um, attorneys and stuff like that that has been leaked by the attorneys because that's just what they do. Um, oh. It's found out that Epic offered Sony like $200 million for anywhere between four to six first-party games on the PlayStation last year. Not sure whether or not that means that's $200 million for the whole all, all the games or if it's $200 million for each game. That was... It's very it left kind of ambiguous. But the fact is two hundred million dollars if it's every game like if if it's if it's each individual game, they better be big games, is all I'm saying. If for if Epic wants to make their money back on this. Like Ratchet and Clank and God of War and shit. Yeah. Or like, want, like or like Bloodborne or something like that. Yeah. Uh just to put into perspective just how crazy this is, they talked later on about uh the uh, where the hell is it? The Borderlands. Oh, then they signed Borderlands three to a year, a uh, year exclusivity. It was like eighty million dollars. Uh, was the initial buy-in, which because of because it's Borderlands and Borderlands is popular, and everyone was looking forward to Borderlands three. They made that money back in no time flat. Because it's Borderlands. <laughs> Pretty much, like a lot of people were into, it, and I don't think it's a bad game. It's just like it's just not as good as the second one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but that's like the power that uh, a name could bring. Like you, like you were talking about how, you know, if all of a sudden God of War gets put on to Epic Game Store as first party, you think it would make that two million dollars, two hundred million dollars back? Hell, oh, yes, yeah. it would. Easily. Like people would flock to, to get that on PC. I feel like. Um, didn't seem like it went anywhere though. Uh, it, they, it looks like they tried. It says awaiting feedback on there. So maybe they're in negotiations for it. I don't know. That was as far as we were given. We were given. I mean, with Sony especially, I could see that because like they've been um, with Epic closening their relation, making their relationship closer and closer. And it seems like they've been taking a bigger interest in releasing games, at least legacy titles on PC. I mean, yeah, so, they what was it? They've released they released uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I think later this week or next week they're releasing Days Gone mm-hmm. on PC. So maybe, maybe this is like the start of it. Maybe there's no fucking way they're getting Nintendo to sign on to that shit. Yeah, no, no way. Yeah, uh, the the uh, they they both said on uh, on these presentations that you know. It's a what they call a moonshot of getting either Microsoft or Nintendo to get on this. Uh, to which micro, or Microsoft replied, "Yeah, that's basically going against what we're trying to do on the PC market, and we'll just stick to you know the Windows Store and the Game Pass and whatnot and stuff like that." And go, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty much what they said. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and Nintendo was just like, "Yeah, we have no, in- <laughs> we have no interest." And they were like, well, we, we kind of figured that. But hey, had to try. Dude, even if Nintendo released fucking Wii Sports on PC for like 60 bucks, people <laughs> would... Like, the internet would break. Dude, there would be... Would I, I, would, I, I would, like, try and become a Wii Bowling pro professional. <laughs> if they released it on PC, yeah. Hell yeah. Which would be weird, because that would be like motion controls. How the fuck would you do that? But hey. You know what? That would work know. great in VR. Maybe it'd be a VR. Maybe it'd be a VR title. Could you imagine Wii Bowling in VR? That'd be fucking dope. <laughs> nah, you would have to buy a specialty controller made by Nintendo, which is basically just a Wii remote that connects <laughs> to the PC. 
Or what if there's like an adapter to get like connect a Wii remote it, to your computer? And it only works for that one game. People have done that. It's like true. I've seen people uh, play Wii games through Dolphin and shit. Like they'll really? connect a sensor bar uh, bar to the PC, hmm. and it'll just work. It's kind of crazy. Interesting. Never never heard of that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Epic apparently also met with Riot Games to try and get uh, Riot Games, Activision, Blizzard, and EA to try and get more games onto the PC. Quoting League of Legends as a another moonshot, uh, which Riot said, "Nah, we're good. They don't. You don't need. They don't need to." Um, and Activision and EA, they never really got back to them. But I couldn't imagine that either one of them would want to would want to do that maybe ea considering that they just put everything on steam but eh, kind of doubt kind of doubtful on that one yeah and blizzard already has like their their bnet launcher or whatever where they already have all their games on there well but yeah yeah I, i don't i don't see it so at least, uh, you know, they're they're trying, I guess, right? Yeah. Oh, man. I was just thought that was interesting. I'm just like, oh. So there were offers made. Doesn't seem like they went anywhere, but there were offers. Hey, man, up the price to $7 billion, and maybe they'll start thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you mind if we just, like, buy out, uh, I don't know, like, one of your... Uh... <laughs> One of your one of your uh, first party studios in Sony for like seven billion dollars. <laughs> they just. Oh, man, that'd be something else. That'd be. Yeah. <sighs> I couldn't I couldn't see it happening. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. I'm just I'm just kind of messing around, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's it gives me hope that they like, hey maybe we'll get we'll get to see more Sony games on whether it's on the PC, whether it's through Epic Games or if it's through Steam. Because I think Days Gone currently is only gonna be on Epic Game Store, if I'm not mistaken. Whereas Horizon Zero Dawn is both on Steam and the Epic Game Store. So that's an interesting yeah. that's an interesting one. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I we'll we'll see where that one goes. If uh, we'll probably never hear about that, honestly, though. Like that'll be something hush hush until they in, finally announce it or something like that. Yeah, I mean, hey, if they want to release Forbidden West on PC, that's more good news for me. I'll never have to buy a PS Five then. <laughs> I'll never buy a PS Five ever. <laughs> oh no, I absolutely will. When? Yeah. Yeah, I think I will eventually too. But you know, when will when will that day be? Uh, three years? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I hear like it. It'll like these uh, shortages will continue until like late twenty twenty two. Jesus Christ! Imagine if this shit lasts lasts a whole generation. There's no way. It There's would. no way it does the whole generation. At some point, it's gonna slow down. The fact that it could still be like over a year from now. It's, yeah. It's fucking crazy, that's, dude. That's pretty crazy to think about that it might be over a year in these shortages. I'm just like, man, 
you almost wonder just like would I, I bet you there would still be like shortages and stuff like that, even if there, COVID wasn't happening. But like to this extent, probably not. Probably not. I'm I'm I'd be willing to bet if COVID hadn't happened, like during launch there definitely would have been shortages, but by now they'd be more easily accessible. Mm-hmm. It's just not happening right now. Yeah, it's just it's just not. It sucks. Uh boy. Yeah, because I was recently like was like reminded that, you know, the new Ratchet and Clank game is gonna be a PS5 only game. And then uh, the new Final Fantasy VII Remake stuff will also be uh, PS5 only. And I'm just sitting here going like, all right, so now we're hitting point in games where currently, like, the only thing that's really worth playing on PS5 is, like, Demon's Souls and then maybe Returnal if you're interested in roguelikes. Beyond that, there's not much else. But now we're getting to the games that people actually care about and are going to want to play in these next-gen systems. And they're still not widely available. Like if God of War Ragnarok is is out and there's still like shortages for PS5s. Oh, God, <laughs> it's just like I feel like that it wouldn't work out for anyone. If it that game's supposedly releasing next year, so. Uh, yeah, if, it, if these sort so, if these shortages are supposed to last through all of 2022. That may be what what happens. Fuck, though. You think they ever de- delay the game because of that, though? No. I don't if they're so not either. willing to, if they're not going to like push back Ratchet and Clank because of that, they're not going to do the same with God of War or um, Horizon. They're just going to release the games anyway. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's what I was thinking too. I'm like, nah, there's no way. There's just no way. I'm sure by that time next year, these these systems will be like a little bit more better available. But I yeah. guess we'll just have to see. Yeah, you'd hope as more people get them that they just don't hoard them, like you know these scalpers are doing. But hey, prices are not going down very much. They're going down, but not by much. Yeah, I still can't find one for less than eight hundred bucks online. Jesus. Oh, man. How these things work. Yeah. It's good to be a PC gamer, am I right? You know it. <laughs> oh, man. Although, funny enough, I have been playing more of more games on my PS4. Like, I was playing Jack and Daxter the other day. Fucking good time that game is. Yeah. It's to the point where I was just like, there were a couple people chatting and I was just like playing the game. I'm like looking over to my left where I have my chat and stuff like that. And I was just like looking over so often. And I'm just like, this is how much I've got oh, the yeah. game down. I've, I, I, it's just how much I've got the game down to muscle memory. Just by years of not playing it. <laughs> how it works with games you love, man. Especially the big yeah. nostalgic ones. And I'm like, it's not the most intensive game of all time. <laughs> That's for sure. It's not like going to be like the most difficult game of all time. It's not like Dark Souls where you have to like really look for the openings and, and enemies and constantly dodge. They're so good, though. They're so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're nice little casual, ca- casual like things to do and stuff like that. I'm worried more and more I'm becoming a casual gamer. And to be honest with you, I'm not opposed to that. 
why the game the games you were you normally play aren't what I would consider like casual games. Really, I but would the casual gamer. <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> it depends on how much you want to play, how much you play them for a challenge, or how much you play them just to play casually and stuff like that. I think that's what it comes down to. Well, if that's what we're describing as casual gamers, I've been a casual gamer all my life. Uh, there are very, there are very fringe games that I will play to actually like compete, like Halo. Maybe I remember back in the day, I got really into advanced warfare, but normally I just play to play the game. Man, I want to see how well, where the story goes. I think it's fun. I also, I also label like you know what it what is casual gamer and uh, and stuff like that and there's nothing wrong with being one it's like it's like you want to play games on easier difficulties and stuff like that like single player games on easier difficulties just to enjoy the game because that's what yeah. games are designed to do is to be enjoyable and stuff like that if you want to make it harder for yourself you play on the harder difficulties that's just what it is so i i tend to play on lower difficulties and then if i really enjoy a game i'll play them on higher difficulties if i can like at some point, I want to do a Persona Five playthrough on Merciless. That'll be fun. You haven't yet. Nope. I really thought you would have. Not yet. It's coming. I, I want to do it on New Game Plus so I can fight Lavenza and Jose. But uh, yeah, I'm almost done with that second playthrough. I beat Cheeto's Palace the other day. Nice. So we're almost there. Ninety hours later, and I realized I've been playing this game for ninety hours. It doesn't feel like I've been playing the game for ninety hours. <laughs> <laughs> so those type of games where you realize yeah those are really just enjoyable games that you realize you've been playing them for almost 100 hours and you're like holy shit I've been playing this game for almost 100 hours what the hell happened <laughs> yeah that's what Jack and Dexter was for me back in the day I was like I probably if I, if I had to take a guess between Ratchet and Clank going Commando Jack and Dax to the Precursor Legacy and Jack 3. I, in each one of those games, cl- would probably have over 300 hours in each. Just Damn, like, dude. Just playing them over and over and over. Because, you know, as, kid, as a kid, you're like, you don't get many games and stuff like that. You, you know, your parents get you one game maybe every few months and stuff like that. And that's your entertainment. Basically, you, yeah. And, and stuff like that. So you just you play the shit out of it. And now it's like, as adults, you're just like, oh, we have, you know, excess money to buy video games, but then we got no fucking time to play them. That's the worst part, too. It's like you'll get maybe one day one day off a week. And it's just. Eh. Eh. Yeah. Eh. And then maybe it may be a few hours on the like during the week or something like that every night. If you're lucky. You have all the money to play all the games you want, and you have none of the time. And no time to do so. Wouldn't it be nice to just, like, not have to sleep for, like, a week? Dude, that'd be fucking amazing. (laughs) I'd get so much shit done. Oh, God, there would be so much. There was so much being done, I feel like. Or just a lot of games being played. Oh, that was what was it? There was a there was talks on a on a podcast I was listening to. It was like if there was an invention where a pill, like if there was an invention of a pillow, that the instant you lay down on a pillow, you got the effect of eight hours of sleep. Like how much mm-hmm. would you pay for that and stuff like that? Like you put your head down, 
for like 30 seconds and you get like eight hours of sleep within like 30 seconds how much would you pay for it many monies <laughs> many monies many monies so, ago think about all the time you would have to watch all of one piece of God. that it's so much time <laughs> Although it's funny, Billy's like, yeah, I could probably get it done within like two months. He's on pace. <laughs> I always just find that funny. I was like, yeah, he is on pace to yeah. do it, but it's like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I think I read in an article once that like it to watch all of One Piece, it would take like almost a month of just like watching it straight up nonstop. Even like cut out the intros, all of One Piece. It's it's a lot. There's so much to that fucking series. It's so good though. It is very. It's very good, especially right now where they're at in Wano. Oh, it's so good. But uh, yeah, I I yeah, I'm just like, if there if there was a way for me to get eight hours of sleep in thirty seconds, I would pay a lot of money for that. I would. I don't know. What what games have you been playing recently? Honestly, I've uh, been trying a lot of new, newer indie stuff on uh, itch.io that I've been finding interesting. Ooh, anything pique your interest? Oh, man, that was a big list. Let me see. Because, man, I'm just like... Trying to get better at Isaac, that's pretty much been my life. <laughs> that and playing and like actually like getting through my uh, starting to get through my list of games to play. With uh Oh, there's this one. Sponge clock square pants. <laughs> that's the kind of shit that you find on itch.io. Okay. It's wonderful. It's just a lot of that. And a bunch of mods for Friday Night Funkin'. Friday Night Funkin'. It's a wonderful website, I promise. Oh boy, I don't know if I want to go there. Don't know. But yeah, I actually like uh, playing, I was like planning on starting Final Fantasy VII later this week. Oh yeah, I also started um, Octopath Traveler. Yeah, how's that? I've been that's that's what my brother keeps telling me to play. Very good, very pretty. It's something I could easily see you getting lost in. Probably. I like JRPGs, man. I like strategy based games. It's what it's what I find I, I enjoy the most. It's why I like card games a lot. Yeah. Like magic and stuff like that. It's like I like I was talking to I was like I was talking to Cole the other day and he's like and I was telling him like, oh I built a new deck and stuff like that, and he goes and I goes, yeah, it's not very good and stuff like that. And he goes, no, every deck you build is good and, and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yeah, but every time I try and play them, I suck at it. <laughs> that's that's not even true. That's a straight up lie. Well, you didn't see me play the other day. <laughs> Here's the thing. Every every deck of yours that I've ever encountered, you'll go in. It's like, oh, yeah, I only spent like 30, 50 bucks on it. It's not that good. Then you'll uh, then we'll go in and you'll play and you'll never lose even one match. Please, I don't, I don't, I'm not, in, I'm not in it to win anymore. I'm here to do the spicy stuff, and you know, <laughs> but only that spice. wins it though. Only spice. 
<laughs> one way spice. <laughs> I'm here to spice up your days. Uh, but yeah, that, that's why I was just like, I just like, I like building decks more than I like playing them at some points. <laughs> it's it's really funny just because of like strategizing and making like, oh, this is a cool combo and stuff like that. They like, this is pretty, yeah. this is pretty good, and all and all that type of stuff. And it's a similar, it's similar to uh to like JRPGs, especially like where you have like turn based combat. It's like, oh, I could do this, or I could set up this and go into this, and it's just like, oh my god. Gets gets too crazy. I think that's why I liked XCOM too much too. Positioning of your of your soldiers and calculating risk. They need they need to mix up the two at some point. Like make a Wizard one hundred one that's not terrible. <laughs> Wizard one hundred one that's not terrible. That's asking a lot right there. <laughs> it's doable though. Uh, yeah, you're probably not wrong. Probably not wrong on that one. Oh, well. I've also I've also been thinking about getting into Wolfenstein Youngblood now that I don't need to spend money on it. Essentially. Oh, is it on Game Pass? Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was a. Uh... Yeah. No, no, I never really I mean, got it's... into those Wolfenstein games. Dude, they're really good. Like if you. Uh, I'd say, like, if you're going to try one, try the Old Blood. It's basically a shorter one. It better replicates the old Wolfenstein games and is a lot of fun. I don't know. I, it's a series I personally would recommend. A lot of people didn't like the new Colossus. I didn't like the new Colossus, but I still had fun with it. It's a series worth getting into, if you ever get the opportunity. I, I think I watched, like... A streamer play it and i was like oh it's pretty neat i just don't know if i would want to really play it or whatever i think i just like i i watched it and i'm like that's enough for me honestly very fair but a lot of games that i'm just like i'm not super interested in but i'm just like uh maybe i'll get around to playing one of these days or i just go eh, i watched it i'm good kind of like how i felt with witcher 3 it's like I didn't really enjoy my time playing it, but I really wanted to see the story that was behind it, and I thought it was pretty good. Dude, you didn't enjoy The Witcher 3? The Witcher 3 was so good, though. Yeah. At some point, open worlds just get too crazy. I know I've talked about that before. Yeah, we've That's had what, this discussion a few times. Yeah, it just felt too overwhelming, is the, is the TLDR on that one. I don't know. Some people like that challenge. I was not up for it. Very fair. Is that why you say you're becoming a casual gamer? I pretty much, yeah. Is it just some games I'm just looking at? I'm just like, I'm just not up for this challenge. <laughs> cool. It's not that I don't think I wouldn't enjoy it. It's just I'm just not up for it at this moment. I think it's kind of like the same reason why I, I haven't really picked up Breath of the Wild. Really, it's like I I know it's like not that crazy. I'm just like there's just so much micromanaging and everything like that. I'm just like. I don't really want to do it. Yeah. You have over nine. Was it 900, 900 temples to finish? It's like nine. No, I think it was like a couple hundred temples and like 900 Korok seeds to find or something like that. I think so. I was like, I wouldn't even do that. But like. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be that person that would just go straight to Ganon's palace. <laughs> or straight to straight to the, the castle or whatever and go fight Ganon. Yep, there are 900, 900 Korok seeds. 
I don't know. You need to find 441 seeds and 900 Koroks. I don't know. It's games like that, like that remind me of like why I like kind of linear stories more than I like open world games. It's like you feel like you're building toward an end where instead you can just go straight to the boss and that's it. Cool. <laughs> Beat Ganon up with a stick in your underwear. Yeah. Hey, good enough. You could do it. Yeah, it's possible. Anything is possible with a possible. kind of awesome. <laughs> uh, all right well i don't got much else how about you not really no all right. do you want to go over the resident evil thing at all? oh forgot about that you know more about it so why don't you do that that all i really know is that this uh director of this movie frankenstein's army is uh I don't think he's suing them, but he's coming out and saying that the developers of Resident Evil Village ripped off um, some of his designs from his movie. And I think he might be thinking of suing them, but when it comes to stuff like plagiarism, it's kind of hard to tell. With this, it's uh, especially the guy that has the propeller for a face, it's it, it's it seems pretty obvious at first, but it's one of those things that's just so hard to prove because how do you know like they didn't just come up with their design on their own and they didn't steal from you? It's similar to I what I've know. seen. I, I it, it to put it to put an example with it, I guess I've seen like uh, whether it's artists or studios trying and um, what am I trying to think here? Try and like argue that. Uh, plagiarism is being done to like that that it's the similar song to one another by like putting the chords like next to each other just like so like similar parts and putting music notes behind them and stuff like that just showing how similar they are but it's gone but like according to past trials of these things that one note can actually make the difference of whether or not it is the same song and stuff like that when it comes to yeah. plagiarism of content such as like design of enemies or music and stuff like that, it needs to be like the exact same at certain points for it to be considered plagiarism. And while I see the resemblance in the two of these pictures, like they are similar, I just yeah. don't see it happening because, like I said, it's just, it's hard to prove it's also not something like it it's not an improbable design to come up with like i could see like a designer looking like okay we're thinking of like creatures to put in a horror game we've already had like cage head and pyramid head and all these other ones why not do something like this you know it's it's not uh, i could see them taking inspiration from it but it's not as black and white as it may seem on the surface. Yeah. I think, I think what it comes down to is that this director, what was it like or whatever, uh, was basically the guy that uh, directed the movie. Yeah. The director of the movie was just trying to throw it out there and see if like what people thought, if they were on this side or if, if, 
it's something that he could pursue. And since I haven't heard of it, I don't think it's going to be a big deal, but I mean, if his intention was to fish for attention, it worked. I, I kind of want to watch his movie now. I don't know if it was to fish for attention, but just to get opinions of people and stuff like that, or get opinion, like just see if there's a lot, like if there would be a lot of support behind this claim. Yeah. I think that's really what it comes down to is like, not so much that he wanted, you know, attention. It was more of that they wanted to see, like, is it worth going forward? Would I have public support behind it if I did? I don't know. More of just gauging I mean, things. I mean, like, if you've seen the comment comments on photos like these on Twitter, like, it seems like people aren't all too crazy about blaming Capcom for ripping this off? I, I don't know. I'm not sure how to phrase something like this because it's such a odd situation. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't feel like public opinion... Public, even though I just said like they, they're looking for public support, I don't think that's what they're mainly going for. I think they're trying to see yeah. if like more industry heads would be would be interested in something like this. Or maybe see if it would spawn other people also making claims of that and, and, and stuff like that. <laughs> Again, hard to prove, but it, it could. I don't know. I do see similarities, but man. Yeah. Like you said, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Resident Evil devs could have come up with that on their own free will. Or even even if it was subconsciously influenced by that movie. Like how are you gonna prove that? Yeah, exactly. This isn't this isn't really this is just something that I found interesting. It's not something I really expect to go anywhere, but it's fair. It is interesting though. Especially because like you know, but I think you were talking earlier that like some places were talking about like they were like, oh, you took our zombie designs or whatever and stuff like that. I'm like, but they're zombies like yeah. they only they only can look like zombies and stuff like that. For... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know this guy provided like other examples. It's like what? Uh, well, like we have all these other like undead things that also resemble things in games. Propeller head is the one that. um more prominent one like that's the one that i showed you but there was a lot of just like generic like hunched over like ghoulish looking zombies and it's like uh for resident evil especially you're really not gonna get anywhere with that you're really grasping at straws here every every i feel like every game under the sun to some extent has used zombies like the ones that he was showing oh probably and like those especially just did not hold any weight whatsoever this this one is the one that did turn some heads but it's the only one yeah for all the points that we said and it's just it's hard to prove and it's like even if they're subconsciously does that mean that you plagiarized if you just did it like you're like oh I, yeah i do remember seeing that design and stuff like that well i didn't mean to go like that 
Because usually when they when you define plagiarism, it's like intent to steal an idea. Yeah. Usually, it's not always the case. There are there are those there are cases where they did it on accident and they didn't realize or stuff like that. But that's very rare. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Like you said, I don't think much will come out of this. Yeah. I'm trying to find another example that they were putting out. Mm. Oh, here it is. Ew. It's like, eh. sure, but also, no. Yeah, I could see it, but that one's definitely different. Like, you can see the differences. Yeah. It, it's similar enough to the point where you could be like, oh, okay. But at the same time, it's like, there's a lot of differences between those two. Like, a lot of them. Yeah, it comes down to what's intellectual property then. Another hard question. Yeah. Uh, now, that, now that would make for a confusing fucking court case. It's like, uh, okay, at this point... That is pure ambiguity. Would we consider the concept of man kills zombies as a thing that someone can own? It's like, ugh. Or something that is, like, patented. Like, like going back to the whole thing with uh, WB uh, patenting the Nemesis system. And it's like, could you imagine if zombie games got patented by Capcom for Resident Evil? It's like Capcom is like, okay, only we can make zombie games now. Well, that's our thing. Yeah. It's like, like, but that's just that's just the absurdity of it. You know, like that's what I mean. It's like clearly that would never happen, but it's the it's the absurdity. WWE of it. succeeded. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the reason why is the well going like I'm pretty sure we had this discussion when that happened, but part of the reason why that works is because they scared everyone else from doing it. So they were the only one that had done it. And that's what the court saw. And I'm pretty sure if another game that used an emesis system had come up, came up before it was, uh, uh, before it was a thing would have, uh, it would have stopped that from happening, but that just never happened because they scared everyone out of it. Yeah. Yeah, well. Maybe they'll see how stupid it was and relinquish the patent. That'd be cool. That's not going to happen. Oh, I know. One can, one can dream. What we want to happen, but it's not going to fucking happen. One no can way. dream, Tom Cruise. Come on, man. Just dream it for me. <laughs> All right. I think that'll do it for us. Am I right? Right? There's nothing really yep. else to talk about. Uh, so yeah, thank you all for watching, listening, uh, you know, do all the things, five stars, leave a review, tell friends, uh, yeah, that was the outro. Cool. <laughs> 10 out of 10 out, bro. Check, <laughs> check out Trump Cruise can't lose at his Twitch channel. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing he's playing games like usual or come here or follow me at uh the gamer one two twitch.tv slash the gamer one two four 
and uh, join us live in chat, stuff like that. Uh, we can have cool conversations with uh, with you and everything else. It's pretty neat. Hey guys, this is the outro. Be ch- be sure to check us on one platform that has us on there. Make sure you go you know. uh and um and uh ba be ba. We're guys. We play games at sometimes. Exactly. Follow us to make sure you know when we play video games. Pretty much what it does. All right. I'll do okay. it for us. Want to do the intro now? We did, Wait, the we intro. did an intro. We did an intro. We did what do you, intro. you fucking? Do you, what do you think I am? The fucking amateur over I... here? You think this is amateur? <laughs> We're like forty-one episodes in. You think this is amateur? We did like five streams that didn't have an intro. I just assumed. Uh, all right. Yeah. Bye. Bye.